Hey guys, welcome back to another narration of Creepypasta tonight on Toke Talk. Um, tonight's Creepypasta is Heaven Keeps a Prisoner Part 1 by Reddit's own Sir Tobias Wade, so make sure you check him out. All credit goes out to him. Thank you guys. Enjoy. I wasn't ready when I died. The first illusion death stole from me was that my body is designed to perceive the universe around me. This is incorrect. The primary function of your senses is to stop yourself from experiencing the universe, whose infinite information would otherwise overwhelm and madden you. Eyes that once simplified the world into finite wavelengths of color closed for the last time. And then I saw everything. Ears once deaf to cosmic music sung by the birth of stars. The communal heartbeat of the human race. And the haunting pop of each collapsing universe now concealed them no longer. Even the distinction between senses decayed alongside my corporal prison. Starlight was a symphony that bathed me in warmth and heat and turn sang with such melodic iridescence that I was thrall to its majesty. It's impossible to measure how long I existed in such a state, but by the gradual degree I learned to separate my own thoughts from the medley of existence. The moment I began to comprehend my own internal voice, I became aware of a second voice that was not my own. 478 points. Hey, Jason, you closed that passenger pizzen room yet? I told you, we don't do them anymore. Um, hi? Excuse me? Unrepentant chaos of the universe. Here you go. Let me help you with that. Remember what I said about the unfiltered synesthesia of my senses? Now, imagine being struck by lightning. A moment later, I found myself with hands and knees to collapse onto the stone floor with. My new lungs racing a marathon. Holy shit, did that hurt. I kind of wanted to do it again. 478 points, up from 314 last time. Solid performance. I don't know what was harder to accept. My naked new body, which looked exactly like my old one. The colossal stone cathedral I suddenly found myself within. Or the koala bear who sat in front of me with a clipboard. He flipped another page. Oh, that explains it. The koala said in its soothingly gruff undertone. 50 points for loving someone and being loved in return. That's always nice to boost. Then you picked up another 20 from the album you released in the 80s. Touched more lives than you'll know with that one. You were keeping score? I'd hate to think what people got up to if we weren't. Lost 20 points because you stopped visiting Mark when he got cancer. But you got a few of those back when you played at his funeral. Hey Jason, what's accepting your own imperfections worth? We got new numbers on that yet? He was answered by a 
incomprehensible shriek of an eagle. Shit, man, right back at you. The koala bear hollered. Have you always been a koala bear? Have you always asked stupid questions? You're lucky we don't dock points for that. Um... Kidding, kidding. Sorta. This way now. The koala slid the clipboard under his arm and began a brisk waddle. I hurried to keep pace, doing my best to avoid the absolute zoo which thronged the stone hallway onward. Up the great diverging staircase with the goats and mountain lions, past the libraries whose shelves bustled with scaling monkeys, over pools with playing otters and thrashing fish, beneath the gargantuous brass dome revolving with teeming flights of birds, the koala explaining as we went. Long story short, if your life brought more good into the world than evil, you're going to end up with more points than you started. Your 478 points can unlock any of the rooms on this floor, except for the psychic and the prophet, which are both 500. Think of your choice as an investment. Coming back as a human will be expensive, but you also have the greatest capacity to improve your score. The only rule is that you pick something on the right floor for your budget. What would happen if I didn't have any points or went below zero? I hadn't been aware koalas couldn't even grin before this moment. Generally, you'll just keep going down. It's hard to get out of the negative once you started. So if you can't figure out how to do some good, then you're forced to keep choosing worse and worse punishment rounds. Get far enough negative and suddenly you're looking at a demon or a vampire or the like. Some people actually do evil on purpose to aim for that though. Can you imagine? No, I answered honestly. But I'm beginning to. All the animals you see, just spirits taking their new bodies for a test drive. Feel free to look around it. Jason, what's that thing doing up here? Keep the politicians downstairs, please. The mournful shriek of an eagle somehow sounded like it had heard a joke far too many times. The koala sighed threw his paws melodramatically into the air. Kidding, kidding, God, what is this, a morgue? I wasn't paying any attention anymore, though. Dwarfed and humbled by the immense immensity of the structure, I turned my gaze to the top of the stairs, the small balcony which overhung the whole arena. What's at the very top? My guide shrugged, seemingly losing interest in me. Don't know. No one's ever had enough points to unlock that door. Not for as long as I have been here. How long have... Diggory, Mixie, ground floor, let's go. People dying over here. And he was gone, leaving me adrift in a swirling profusion between life and death. Overwhelmed and disoriented, I continued to climb the stairs, driven as much to isolate myself as I was by my curiosity. Past 500 points and the crowd dissipates precipitously. Strange alien creatures began mingling with the dwindling remaining options. Seraphic beings with skin of light and shadow and 
golden-toned creatures of sublime beauty came and went as I continued to mount the lonely stairs. Finally reaching the balcony at the very top, I turned to survey the whole mad spectacle following beneath me. The perspective was disorienting. Though I'd only climbed a few flights of stairs, looking down it seemed more like the view of an airplane window. All creatures were minuscule in their eager dance. All sound had faded and combined into a single omnipresent hymn. All sounds, that is, except for the rapid burst of knocking on the door behind me. <laughs> 